You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. Franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show where the Thunder lose in Denver 122 to 117. I am Matt Burton, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Drake and Josh. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Found a way. Found a way. Yeah, absolutely. I love this. That's right. Josh Connett, Drake Vitito. Josh joining me in the uh, in the talks we didn't hear Drake on the boards this time. I mean, uh, guys, <laughs> the vibes are immaculate. The vibes are immaculate as always. Uh, this is the vibe show. Uh, I believe that there is. Um, but guys, yeah, the Thunder lose the Nuggets. They're in Ball Arena. Um, I mean, again, this this kind of feels like to me, anyways. Again, we we talked about how. Um, this is going to be a different type of sort of like, you know, losing season where, uh, they're still going to be competitive. Like, again, these, these are close games down to the end where the thunder, uh, have had a chance to win both of these and, uh, just the youth and inexperience just kind of catches up to them. I mean, when you're going against a guy, uh, who kind of took over the game at the end a little bit, like Nikola Jokic did back, back MVP. I mean, uh, the the talent and everything and the experience just kind of shows through, Josh. Yeah, I'm excited for the Thunder team, especially looking at the Denver Nuggets scene that they played tonight. Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, all these guys that you know, Jamal Murray come back from injury, whatever, KCP, uh, just guys that everybody knows as great players. And uh, the Thunder just competed tonight. We're going to see him do it every night. We're going to say the same things over and over because it's what this team does. We saw it last season, and they uh, they just keep fighting, Matt. It's pretty crazy to see. If you're a, If you're a pro tanker, this is the games you want to see. Which Competitive, I yeah, right? Which all three of us are. We yeah. we established yeah. that uh, last time. But if you're if you're a pro tanker, these are the games you want to see. Of course, there were some frustrating moments. We're going to get into it. But overall, if if this Thunder team loses every single game this year by one point off of a a step back three pointer, I mean, I, I'm I'm dying a happy camper. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And this is a. I mean, again, this is different. Uh, it, this game even was different than the first one, where you know. Eugene Amarui was getting crunch time minutes uh, in the first game, and everyone's like, what? And who is this guy? Um, but no, I mean, we didn't see Aaron Wiggins at all in the first game. Played 16 minutes tonight, had five points, six boards. Um, did uh, did kind of a little bit of everything, a lot of the dirty work, and uh, I thought he looked good coming back in uh, tonight. But, I mean, the star of the show again for the Oklahoma City Thunder was Shea Gildas-Alexander. I mean, 28 points. Um, seven assists, three rebounds. It was 11 of 24 from the field. Uh, still just one of five from three. Can't really seem uh, to get his three-point shot working yet. But, uh, man, I mean, this guy, <laughs> we keep talking about it. There's not many guys as good at, as he is getting to the basket and uh, finishing at the basket either, man. He is just so much fun to watch. I, I, don't, I don't care how good of a defender you are. You're not staying in front of him. I, I think it's yeah. near impossible to stay in front of SGA, and I think that's shown – Every game that he's played, pretty much. I so. wasn't able to see the first half because I was at a remote. Right. And the first thing that you said to me when I walked through the door was, 
Yeah, Shay's having another quiet night where it's a lot of points. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, 15. Like, Listen, I believe it. Yeah, he had 15 at the half, and it was like, yeah, I mean, some of these other guys have played well, and then you look down, it's like, yeah, Shay's got 15. Like, he's <laughs> in, in one and a half, just uh, super quiet. And this felt like a really quiet 28. I mean, he had a few moments down the stretch there in the fourth quarter where uh, it looked like he was about to take over. And um, then Drake, I mean, you mentioned too, they, they kind of started settling for some threes there at the end. Yeah. Um, and then what do you know? Like they, they start driving to the basket, start yeah. uh, getting some success, cut it to two really late with Josh Giddy, um, getting an and one and, and free throws. And then, yeah, just, just gets away from after that. Too. I think I would think that was a, a common theme. I know that happened a little bit in the first, just from what I saw, um, was able to see uh, in the fourth quarter, just just settling a little bit. And I think it's, I, I get it. It's them kind of trying to find that rhythm from the three point range because uh, they haven't been able to do that thus far. I mean, select here here and there, they've gone on a little bit of run, but across the board, just looking at all the Thunder players, not a lot, not a lot to stand out. Mike Muscala had a great game from three. Uh, JRE went two for four from three, uh, but Dort still trying to find his yeah. way on the offensive end. But I don't know. I think that I think they'll find it. Um, but it's kind of weird because the past couple of seasons, at the beginning of the season, they've usually been able to find that stride pretty quickly. So I'd be shocked if they don't find it in these next couple of games. Yeah, uh, and that being said, too, is like they, they shot almost forty percent from three tonight as a team. Right. And they were fifteen of thirty eight, it was thirty nine and a half percent. I mean, uh they were pretty good. Mascala coming off the bench playing some great minutes actually. I mean, he w- he was uh hitting from downtown. I mean, yeah, JRE, like you said, Josh Giddy was also two for four, uh fifty percent. Really the ones kinda kinda bringing them down are Ludort and uh and Shea, but uh, I mean, you'll live with the Shea shots. I mean, right. I, I'll live if if Shea shoots at forty times a game. We'll be like, yeah, cool, sign me up. Um, but yeah, Lou Dort struggling, struggling and offensively. It, right it's now. really it's really crazy when you think about it too, because you know the shots he's taking are shots that are not surprising. He's taking these shots. I mean, he he chunks them up. I mean, yeah. the past two years, Literally except the only difference is yeah. he's he's hit them at a, choir, a higher clip in this in the beginning of the season usually, and it's just the opposite right now. Yeah, he has. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. Again, this is game two of eighty-two. So right, I'm not. Right. I'm not. We're, we're, I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to make some grand statement. Um, but Ludort's got to figure it out, and I think he will. It, it just offensively, it is. It is not there. And, and again, I'm not saying Ludort needs to come out score twenty points a game, like, uh, anything like that. Um, but when you're going to be the defensive stopper. And then kind of a, a spot-up guy on the other end. Going to have to hit some of those. Going to have to hit some of those. Not only that, but uh, going to the basket, too. I, I was I was bought in um, as him as a, as a driver and finisher at the rim. I was yeah. like, okay, I, he's athletic enough. He's he's bulky enough. Like, he, he can get in there and do this. And then, man, sometimes it's just it's a little too much strength. A little too much strength yeah. uh, and not enough finesse uh, going to the rim. But, um, guys, uh, another one that kind of stuck out to me tonight that I, th- I thought I had a pretty good bounce back game. He didn't do anything too, too crazy too much, but was Darius Baisley yep. um, had six points was uh, two of four from three, um, but had three assists, two steals and three blocks. Like, I mean, showing up defensively, that was the thing for me last year um, that I, I, I know a lot of people were kind of overreacting to his first game. He kind of looked like, yep. like Drake, you mentioned that maybe his body language was not, yeah not there in the first game. Um, 
but last year, I mean, he was he was the starter. He was the starter coming into the year. Mm-hmm. Um, a long stretch uh, to begin the year, he was the starter, and then all of a sudden, he's just not playing well. Goes to the bench, and then he starts playing great off the bench. He doesn't pout. He doesn't sulk. Um, he he plays great coming off the bench, and uh, I thought. You know, I know that his contract situation, I'm sure, I mean, he's like, what, 21 years old. I'm sure that's like starting to kind of set in mentally. Like, hey, I don't, I, I, I like making millions of dollars Job playing security. basketball. I yeah. like doing that. And now I don't know if I am. So I get how that could mess with you. But I thought he bounced back great tonight. Uh, just kind of helping Thunder, the Thunder in a, a multitude of different ways, Josh. Speaking, speaking of the steals and blocks, I mean, the team was 10 steals, six blocks. Every starter had a steal. Great defensive game, I thought, from them. Um, especially limiting Jokic and Jamal Murray, all those guys that they do have. I thought they played great defense. And back on the offensive side, great ball movement. I love them getting the ball around, tossing it, very small openings that maybe we don't like, uh, but they're making it making it count. So, um, About Baisley, I, I know I was a little bit harsh on him just from the body language from the first game, and it's just super frustrating because when you see those stretches where he does really well on both ends of the floor, he's getting those blocks. He's, I mean, he's he's locking people down. It's just the problem with him since day one has been consistency. Can you can you do that same thing multiple times through a big stretch of games? And I think that's ultimately the reason why he didn't get an extension was because he didn't prove that you know he could do that. So uh, he had a great game tonight. Uh, I just hope that he can carry that performance into uh, the next couple of games. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I, he was good. I, I like Jarius Baisley. I, I hope that he can continue doing this and show kind of get back that mentality whenever he got benched and had to come off the bench last year. Uh, and he, he just kind of took it in stride and, and embraced it. I hope I hope he continues to do the same. Um, got an, another guy off the bench. We got to talk about the Moose, man. We got to talk about the Moose, man. Mike Muscala uh, coming in four of seven from three tonight, six of ten from the field. Uh, 18 points for the Moose and six boards. Um Man, uh, that dude can shoot it. I don't know what else to say. He, he can absolutely shoot it. And um, last year, I think if you didn't factor in attempts, I think he was like in top five, like three point percentage. Like if, you, if just because he played like so little game, so few yeah. games, and then it got to a point where he got injured for a little bit, and then it was like, yeah, you know what? Look, just sit out the rest of the year. Why not? Why not, Mike? Just collect a paycheck and uh, and get healthy. But man. I think Love the, me some Muscala, Josh. And I think as the oldest guy, that's kind of what you want to see. When Lou Dort's hitting one for seven, SGA's one for five, uh, even Josh Giddy two for four, that's not bad. But, I mean, you want that veteran to show up, and especially him being the three-point king that he is, uh, four for seven, great night. And I think that's what they wanted to try to mount a comeback, and they did. And that's what helped them stay in this game. So Moose is amazing, amazing to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad they were able to keep him because obviously it's twofold. I mean, he's he 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 has flashes on the court. He's yeah. he's a little bit older, but also he's a great presence in the locker room for the younger guys. Uh, this is what you want to see. I mean, this is why Presti uh, himself went up went up north to uh, to personally uh, get him on the Thunder. So uh, nothing out of the ordinary, honestly. I mean, he he showed he's done this before. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's what I he mean does. it's it's a it's a, it's it was a welcoming sight, especially after the first game. Uh, from the three as a whole for the Thunder. Yeah, no, I mean, he he, he was awesome tonight. Um, and I think it helps, too, because you kind of know you're going to get some open shots if you're Muscala and yep. Nikola Jokic is guarding you on this side. He doesn't want to come out there. Like, he, he doesn't want to come out there and guard you uh, that far out there. So, I mean, it, it was important that Muscala, if the Thunder were going to have a chance and he knew that he was going to get some minutes down the stretch, that 
it was important that he knocked those down, and, and he he definitely did. Um, Especially thought, Jokic back to back, real quick. Just yeah, saying, yeah. That that man looked tired. Third and fourth. Quarter. <laughs> I, I don't blame <laughs> him. Obviously, that yeah, man's yeah. a workhorse carrying that load in Denver, but. Man, that dude looked tired. So I think that's the reason that Moose was getting those shots. Yeah, he's got to play himself back into shape. He's got to play himself back into shape. Um, speak, uh, the the first half, I thought the Thunder did a better job on Jokic in in the second half. Maybe not down the down the stretch. He, I mean, he he played great. I mean, that's just yeah, that's just the back to back MVP like showing superstar. Right there. The the first half. He was throwing some ridiculous passes, man. I mean, the Thunder were trying to send a double team. They were sending. A, they were getting there a little bit too late. But even when they did get there, I mean, he's just such a good passer out of the post and out of the double team. And he's seven feet tall, so he can just <laughs> pass over anybody. And uh, he was finding every, some of the passes that he makes, man. He's just awesome to watch. I mean, the back-to-back MVP tonight had 19 points, uh, 16 rebounds, and 13 assists for a uh, triple-double there. And um, and that's, that's, kinda, that's just kind of what he does. I mean, he's just... He is just awesome, man. I, I love watching Nikola Jokic play. Uh, he plays like... Um, he plays like he's just at the YMCA. Like, <laughs> right. He plays like he's he's playing yeah. pickup at the YMCA, he but moves, it's an actual he, NBA game. He moves like it too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, he does. Absolutely, he does. He he knows he knows his limitations, but he's still he throws some passes and he throws some shots up that you're just like, what are you doing? And it goes in, and it's just a great pass. And you're like, all right, well, that's just that's just kind of what he does, but. Um, that and then Contavious Caldwell Pope killed the Thunder. Yeah, I mean, he was six of ten from three. It felt like I mean, he he's the one who kind of got him started in that first quarter. Wait, I, I think he had like three threes like in, the, in that first quarter. He was he was red hot tonight. Um, Jamal Murray had sixteen points. He didn't really he didn't really do a ton. I, Aaron Gordon eleven points, ten boards, and three blocks. I thought he did the best job on Shea, and Shea still got his some. But there was times Aaron Gordon. I mean, Aaron Gordon's like six nine, six ten. So I mean, he he was That's a big man. Yeah, yeah. He he was getting some hands on, on uh, some of Shea's shots, uh, making it difficult for him a little bit. But um, yeah, as as far as the Nuggets go, they'll be fine. They I mean, they they dropped that first one <laughs> and kind of, to the Jazz. Uh, but the Jazz are two and zero, oh, so maybe the Jazz <laughs> are just out. great. Maybe the Jazz are just. Great I want to. I want to know. I want to know the uh, points in the paint because I think it's notable. Just because the Thunder don't have a true center on their team, right. um, they outscored the Nuggets in the paint, who has a couple of true centers, uh, fifty to thirty eight. And I know we were talking about it earlier when we were watching the game, Daniel and Daniel and us were fifty and eight may not be a lot. And I think it's still surprising because, once again, they don't have a true center. Yeah. But the Thunder have a lot of dudes that get by dudes. For sure. And, I mean, we saw it uh, when they were trying to make their comeback in the fourth. I mean, the very first thing that springboarded the Thunder on their comeback was that Josh Giddy. He, uh, I think it was a screen, and he just split the screen. And, it, yeah. I mean, there was no one in the paint. I mean, no one was ready for it, and he just laid it up. Um, it's a lot of dudes that get by a lot of dudes, and that's a l- really helpful when you don't have a true center. <laughs> yeah, I think that's important. That's important that Muscala had a lot of minutes too, because he's kind of dragging Jokic out a little bit. Jokic has to respect it at least, because right. I mean, Mike Muscala can shoot. That's what he does. Like that's that's what he does. Shoot from, uh, shoot from the outside, and uh, I think that was that was a big part in it. And also, guys, this makes two and zero that the Thunder have out rebounded a team. Yeah, it's, I know it's, it's only weird. it's only by one. It's only by one. They this time, I think it was only by two in the first game, but they still <laughs> did it. I mean, like, it's crazy. The team that actively doesn't want to play play big men, and Mike Muscala is not just you know sweeping the glass as much. Like yeah. he's not you know the most athletic guy uh, getting rebounds, but uh, man, there, there's a lot of team rebounding, um, and actually very surprising from a team of basically just all guards. 
Uh, last one I wanted to get to is Josh Giddy. Um, 19 points, 12 boards, six assists, um, and only one turnover. I thought that was a good part because the, the first game he had four turnovers, which again is, I mean, yeah. for primary ball, ball handler, I mean, you can live with four turnovers, but the four that he had, they were kind of like head scratchers. Like, Dicey, I, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing Josh Giddy do that a whole lot last year. Um, but man, I thought he was really good tonight. I mean, again, two of four from three. His shot is still looking good to me. Uh, it looks a lot better than it did. Chip England and him, they they were sharing bunk beds over the over the offseason. Oh, yeah. I'm sure um, they were they were best buds. But um, Josh, talk about your namesake. I I love Josh Giddy. I love my namesake. I love every person named Josh. If you're out there, thank you for uh, being named Josh. Are you thank still you, thank you to your parents? Are you still okay with him not wearing a headband? Listen, was, that was a big sticking point for you last year. It was, and sticking point to him, I think he's wearing more hairspray because I don't think his hair is coming down near as much as it was last year. Right. I'm not sure what's going on. I think he's got a little figured out. Uh, I think he's worked on it in the off season, maybe with the with the shot coach. We're just working on the hair not being his face. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he did look good tonight. Not as many turnovers as the first night, which you love to see. Lower that, and uh, just efficient. He had 12 rebounds, 19 points. Good game. And two double doubles, I think, in a row. So pretty pretty good start for him. Drake, anything, any thoughts about Josh? I think, I mean, I besides SGA having the night he had, I think Josh Giddy was probably the second best player on the team for the Thunder. I mean, he just does everything. We we talk about Josh Giddy getting his and it being quiet. I think Josh, I think Josh is the same way. I mean, yeah. there, there are times where I'm like, oh, Josh is doing pretty great, and then I look up and he has 15 points. I'm just like, I don't know where those come. I don't know where those <laughs> yeah, come I did from. not. I did not see all 15 of them. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, consistency-wise, I thought he did probably the second best out of the team tonight. Absolutely. That is Drake Vitito. We got Josh Connett in here as well. I am Matt Burton. Thunder lose 122-117 to in Denver to the Nuggets. Coming up next, we'll hit around the association. We'll talk about... And I wanted to get to uh, some news that came out of the NBA, and specifically Adam Silver today, which Thunder fans uh, might have already mm-hmm. seen today. Mm-hmm. All that and more coming up on the first take... Thunder Post Game Show. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Shout out to Step Brothers, the outtakes specifically. Top five movie all time? Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Not no, even, no. not even the no, best no. Will Ferrell comedy. No. Wow. Yeah. Step Brothers is just the mainstream pick. Mainstream, yeah. That is. I do like Step Brothers. Don't get me wrong. I prefer the other guys. I'm gonna be honest. The other guys is great. <laughs> do you count Wedding Crashers as a Will Ferrell movie? He is I in there, not. but he's not. He's yeah. not a main character. Fair not enough. Main. I, I mean, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. I mean, that's, that's just. It's just. That's probably number one. It's just great to me. Um. But anyways. Uh, that's another post game show. That's another post game show where we rank our favorite welfare. Wrong movies. show. Wrong show. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Twitch. If you're listening right now, you can listen to us on Twitch. Twitch.tv backslash the franchise live. Uh, where King of the Jungle eighty eight is in here said Poku got the right amount of playing time tonight. <laughs> First time chat. <laughs> First hey, time chat. Hey. 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 That's my dad. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> First well, Mister Mister Vitito. Hey, Darren. Thank Ms. you for listening, by the way. Mr. Vitito. Darren? Darren's your dad's name? Correct. Darren, shout out to you, sir. Thank you for listening. But uh, lay off my guy, Pokemon. All right. <laughs> lay, I, I'm holding stocks. I'm holding stocks. Diamond handsing the stock here. So. I was going to ask you what. Did, he didn't. He just got pulled? 
Uh, we, I wasn't here. Probably, for yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. he was, he wasn't playing well, so <laughs> he, he was <laughs> not sense. playing well. Um, the and shout out to uh, OK State Thunder um, for the chats. <laughs> I won't read them, but thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you for listening uh, to 1077 The Franchise because uh, we do it right over here. Um, guys, I, I wanted to um, get to this. Adam Silver today uh, put out uh, kind of a memo uh, a little bit about um, tanking. That's right, tanking. People are are fed up with all the tanking. Oh, are they? They are fed mm. up with all these teams tanking. And it's just hilarious. I'd like to meet those people because I don't think they exist. It's just hilarious. Adam Silver says NBA is, quote, going to be paying particular attention to tanking this season. Um, he said, we put teams on notice. We're going to be pl- paying particular attention to the issue this year. It's something we have to watch for. A draft is, in principle, a good system. But I get it, especially when there is a sense that a once-in-a-generation player is coming along like we have this year. So... I'd like for them to be in the trenches, Matt. I'd, li- I'd like for them to see, oh, yeah, my team's not good. I don't like seeing it. Well, This year's a bit different. I agree. Right, and, and there's, it's uh, different strokes for different folks um, nice. in, this, in, this, in this sense because the Thunder had a great team. <laughs> yeah, The Thunder have had a great team, and they've been great since basically outside of the first year that yep. they, they moved from Seattle to Oklahoma City. They've had a great run. And then, what, two years now? This is two years of tanking now? Yeah, yep, two. Two years of tanking. The two. Chris Paul year, obviously not, not tanking year. No, maybe. Obviously, they made the playoffs. I yep. mean, they were, they were trying to win that year. Like, I mean, that was obviously not tank year. So, what, two full years right now uh, of tanking. This is going to be, what, the third? Yep. The third year? Yeah. Pro- progress yeah. of the third, right? None of this happens. None of, like, none of this happens. If the cap doesn't spike by however much, and Kevin Durant gets to go to Golden State, I mean, Good where point. was this? The Thunder would not still would not be trying to do this. And also, the Thunder aren't the Lakers. The Thunder aren't the Miami Heat. The Thunder aren't the Boston Celtics, New York Knicks, Brooklyn Nets, whatever. Philadelphia. Throw any big market in where there. they yep. can get yeah where they can get free agents. They, w- they, they just they can't do that. Where was this when Philadelphia was? Hashtag trusting the process. That's what I'm saying. That that was was my next point. Yeah. Oh, it's really convenient when Philadelphia isn't doing it. Why are we having this conversation when the draft rules have been changed to where uh, there's more teams uh, that have a better chance to get the number one pick that don't have necessarily the worst record in the NBA? Makes no sense. It it makes no sense to me. And like my my thing is the Oklahoma City Thunder are forced to do this, basically. Uh, Small market teams like this. You're forced to build through the draft. Yep. And so, how do you do that? You give your you position yourself to get the best chance at the top of the draft. Like that's it's pretty simple. And that goes without saying that the that the NBA and the league want to uh, expand, which isn't going to make isn't going to make everyone more even. It's going to no. just make a heavier top and a lower bottom. So this yeah. makes this is like a complete 180 degree turn in the in the class of logic. I, right. don't, I don't understand any of it. Right. And so he, I, I think he also said something about um, Silver said the uh, the NBA did look into the idea of relegation, a system used in soccer leagues everywhere. Right. right. Um, where the most where the worst teams go down a level and the best teams in that second level go up. 
<laughs> Please put us in the G League. What are we doing? <laughs> Do you think? What are we doing? The 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 <sighs> Oklahoma City Blue when yeah. Teo Maladon and mm-hmm. Trey Mann mm-hmm. and Lenny and all these guys that are NBA players went down and they're just. They're having like twenty five and ten games, balling out. They're just balling. They're so much better than the G League. So what league are they going to get relegated to? The a- ACC? Like, are they going to have to play Duke? Like what? What is the, like? I I don't know, man. That that's just it's so stupid to me. That's like I'm sure it was just you know. It, but he also did say that it doesn't work for the NBA and its economic model. Obviously, yeah, I, obviously that that doesn't work I, because you know what? Like what you start it now. So this is like. Like if we're in a fantasy football league and all of a sudden I nail the draft, I nail it. And you guys, you guys don't have the best of drafts or whatever. And then I I have Jonathan Taylor. I have all these young, great players. And I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm going to make this a dynasty league. Yep. And then you guys be like, what? What the heck? Wait a sec. Rule Wait a sec. Why? Yeah. Wh- yeah. What are we doing? So you get to keep all these players? Just don't- no. That's that's not happening. The, the European soccer has been doing relegation forever. Like since, <laughs> since its inception, thing, right? they yeah. figured it since out. Since its inception, they've been doing it forever. You can't just come in and be like, oh no, you're you're relegated because we're tired of you tanking. So what do you do? What do you do? They, like there's there, there's talk about it. they're monitoring it, but how do you how do you monitor? It? How do you prove that's, that someone know. is actively tanking? You could say, like like. Like last year or, or or whatever, when they're playing Teo Maladon a lot of minutes or, or whatever like that, you could just play it off as, hey, we're developing our young talent while other guys are injured. So I, I don't know. There, this this whole thing, I don't think there's a way that you you can stop it other than just abolishing the draft I don't entirely. I don't understand where the line could be. Then just I, getting I, rid of the draft. I really don't. I don't know where the line could be of, okay, well, they're building and they're becoming better and they're just playing bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the line of, Oh well, if you lose a certain amount of games, no, that can't be it. You know what I mean? If you uh, just don't have good players, well, that can't be it. You just haven't been in the lottery. Um, I just don't think that's realistic in the NBA. I, th- I, you know what? I wouldn't be shocked if this was, you know, ended up being the truth when it's all said and done. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a bluff just because of yeah. the press that Wimby has been getting. I mean, the um, dude, yeah, this is more of a. Hey, we have to do this just because, like, it's almost kind of the right thing to do, just like right. in in like a non-sports sense. Right. But uh, this is just the bluff here. Yeah, kind of like it, a it warning. Is. You think? Yeah, like I guess. But I don't warning. know what you do. Uh, what yeah. do you take draft picks away? Because good luck. Because good luck, like proving it. Yeah. yeah. Good luck proving that these guys That's are actively point. trying to lose the game. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Players players don't tank either. Organizations do. Right. So. And it's a good it's a good way to uh, get less eyes on your product. Who yeah. wants to watch the Lakers play the G League at night? Please tell me. Please. <laughs> In a prime time spot, no one cares. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just it, it's it's stupid. And that's this is what small market teams like Oklahoma City have to do. You have to build through the draft uh, and hope a guy doesn't leave you. Like like Kevin Durant, basically, like yeah, you have to try to get a once in a generation talent, try to compete for as many years and hope that he doesn't leave. I just don't, I just don't know how you can look at this from a, a like a business sense and like and just think yeah. like, wow, this is the way to do it. This is what's going to get more eyes on the yeah. product because that's the end goal, and this this doesn't do that. No, it absolutely doesn't. But say, Levy, uh, Drake, Ooh, and, if we're and, ready, hold on, one, one, yeah, one yeah. more point. Imagine if it's like a LeBron or like a superstar on one of those bad teams. Like, right. And then you get relegated to the G League. Absolutely. It makes no sense. Absolutely. Okay, just, sorry. I, yeah, you're going to make ranting. LeBron was, play against the right. uh, Rio Grande Valley Vipers <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, come on now. 
Come on now. But I think it's time to get around the association. Okay. Let's do the dance, shall we? Let's do it. You already know. Thunder losing uh, to the Nuggets in Denver, 122-17. to 17. Josh Giddy, the top performer for the Thunder, 19 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists in the stat department, I will say. Um, the Mavericks played the Grizzlies in Dallas. Uh, the Mavericks took that one, 137-96. to Luka Doncic doing Luka things. 32 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists. Nice little double-double for the point guard out of Dallas. Rockets played the Bucks. Let me tell you, didn't go well. 125 to 105. The Bucks won that one. Rockets 0 and 3, 0 and 2 in away games. Giannis doing Giannis things. 44 points, 12 three. rebounds, three assists. He was, he, was, he was 17 of 21 tonight from the field. Stupid. Two How of three. Two him? of three from three. I will say I did watch a little bit of their first game against Philly. His shot looks different. Really? It doesn't. As in it, it's as in better. Okay. Okay. As in, I it's more fluid. To... He doesn't like. Hitch or, or like try to push it anymore. He, he shoots it now. And hey, if uh, if Giannis gets to a point where he's shooting like two of three from mm-hmm. three now, I mean, if it's just under like five seconds, that's just we'll GG's. GG's. Yeah, it's GG's. Okay, let's go east. We got the Cavs versus the Bulls. Cavs visiting the Bulls. Uh, Cavaliers, a team that I'm bullish on. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a market term for you. Uh, Cavaliers beating the Bulls in Chicago, 128 to 96. Donovan Mitchell, new transplant. I don't know if you've heard of him from uh, Utah. <laughs> 32 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Just just close to a triple double. That's the two and zero Utah Jazz to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Hey. I, I wasn't a believer. <laughs> uh, staying out east, we have the Heat and the Raptors. The Heat beat the Raptors in a close one, one twelve to one hundred nine. The Heat, a team that I'm uh, bearish on. Uh, Pascal Siakam for the Raptors, twenty three points, eight rebounds, nine assists. Just thought uh, I would get him in there. But the big player for the Heat, Struess, Max Struess, yeah, twenty points, five rebounds, three assists. Staying out east, we got the Celtics and the Magic. Celtics beating the Magic. Uh, undefeated record, by the way, 126 to 120. Jason Tatum, oh my goodness. He's becoming a cheat code. 40 points, eight rebounds, and one assist for Tatum. Okay, still staying out east. We'll get we'll get to the west, I promise. The Pacers played the Pistons and won in Indiana, 124 to 115. Tyrese Halliburton, transplant from Sacramento, a poverty franchise, uh, had a stat line of 24 points, four rebounds, and 10 assists. The uh, Also, I still think Paolo Bancaro wins Rookie of the Year. Yes. But Ben Matherin had mm-hmm. 27.7 rebounds off mm-hmm. the bench. He sure did. Jeez. Ben Matherin, shout out. Last game in the East that was played tonight was against the Pistons and the Pacers. I already said that. Let's go up. <laughs> uh, Got to keep you on your toes, people. Okay. All right. We're I like, going. I was just gonna. I was just gonna let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's team lost again. I'm sorry, Jerry. We're Damn. going to an East-West matchup in Philadelphia. The Spurs played. <laughs> The 76ers, 76ers lost. They are 0-3 on the year. Not <laughs> a great start for those They're boys. processing again. Adam Silver. <laughs> Get on it. What not, are you doing? Not a great start for the for the boys in the city of brotherly love. Uh, Spurs winning that one, 114-105. to 105. Uh, Joel Embiid uh, did not go quietly into the night, though. 40 points, 13 rebounds, 
three assists. And, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe if James Harden wasn't a four for 18, they might have had a chance. Yeah, I was about to say, the first two games, I was like, man, maybe James Harden's back. And I'm (laughs) looking at his stat line, and like, oh, okay. You know, I've stayed away in the betting world uh, when James Harden is on the team and for about the past three or four years now. But that that goes without saying. There is a game that's happening right now in the West. It is currently six minutes left in the fourth quarter. We have the Clippers and the Kings. The Kings doing King things. They're down 12. Uh, Clippers are up 108 to 89 against the Kings in Sacramento. Paul George currently has 32 points, five rebounds, six assists. And one De'Aaron Fox has 27 points, four rebounds, and three assists for the Kings. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your NBA scoreboard around the association. Thank you so much, Drake. Uh, why... Is Keegan Murray coming off the bench for the? Sacramento I don't know Kings? with with the he has with, seventeen points, six or seven from the floor, three or four from downtown. I just uh, and he had what? a he had a fire summer league fire preseason. I I don't get it. I, I, it's like a Baisley thing. Leave him on the bench, maybe he'll perform. Yeah, but, but, but he's still but playing a lot. He's still playing difference. a ton of minutes. To, to be to be fair, he, he's playing a ton of minutes. But still, what are we doing? But here's the difference: Keegan Murray never had a drop off. That's true. He hasn't shown any inconsistency thus far. He's yeah. also, Gosh. like, younger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much, Drake, for taking us around the association. Of course. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, on the other side, though, we will get to our vibe check. We're going to have to get a little creative. And uh, on the rules, we're going to have to do some bending of the rules I like for our Jalen Williams of the game. So, all that and more coming up. 1077 the franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 the franchise. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. That's what Nikola Jokic said down the stretch. You're not that guy, pal. <laughs> nice. I'm that guy. But he probably said it in Serbian. I don't know what it is. Hey, in, Carol. In oh, hello, mother. Carol. Good job, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Mom. Appreciate all the support. And appreciate Darren. Appreciate Darren Vitito. I think I'm going to call him Mr. Vitito. I don't know if I like him. Yeah, yeah, I I know. I know. Darren sounds like I know him and I'd have a drink with him. Right. I haven't done that. I have met him. I did meet Mr. Vitito. Very nice guy. Did you win? Uh, When I was at your house. It's okay. You don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I thought... thought, It's okay. I don't remember them. Your brother won like some basketball tournament, I think, but it's okay. I'm looking up you're not that guy in Serbian. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we need we need this. We absolutely need this. Um yeah, Thunder lose tonight, 122, 117 up in Denver. Uh they currently I'm on Tankathon. It's Tankathon time, baby. Uh two the, games in. Two two games in is absolutely Tankathon time because the Thunder have the fourth best odds right now. Let's do a little sim of the lottery. They get the second pick. Croatian? Oh. It's Croatian, right? S- Serbian. He's from Serbia. Serbian. Serbian. Sorry. Sorry. You know, no, you got a better, better chance. 76ers. The right. the Sacramento Kings get the first pick. So I'm sorry, Victor Wembanyama. Uh, your <laughs> you career are not having a career. Uh, yeah, your career. Oh, man, didn't uh, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the Oklahoma City Thunder get the second pick. Welcome, Scoot Henderson. Welcome, Scoot Henderson to the, to the squad. Hey, Poku, Tinisi Taj Momak. <laughs> You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. I'm sure that was I'm sure that was a phrase uttered to Poku tonight whenever he was on the court with Jokic. Or on the um, bench. <laughs> uh, guys, we got to get creative. Uh, we already added a rule for if this were to happen. So we're all going to have the same answer, but I think it's time to get to our Jalen Williams of the game. 
Um, well, I mean, it's a really cool moment. You know, I think it's pretty rare to have somebody with the exact same name as you. Um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of surreal. And then um, I go by J-Dub, and then that's J-Will. So we kind of been figuring that out since we got here. I mean, come on. I know you. You know you. And I know you know that I know you. Absolutely. Okay, so our Jalen Williams of the game is tough. Jay Will did not play coach's decision. Jay Dub had surgery on his eye, I believe. Did, yeah. did he have surgery Brandy, on his eye? I think it was his right orbital. Out seven Something. to ten days, and then he will be back, I believe, wearing wearing a mask. He I already is. miss him. He'll bring, be wearing a mask. Bring the mask. Jay He'll be Dub. wearing uh, uh, a mask. So we already had a rule for this. Yeah, we did. Kenrich Williams, you get half a point. You get half a point if you have Kenrich Williams as your Jalen Williams of the game. Uh, so I, I guess, guys, I'm going to start this off. I'm going to take the layup. I'm going to go with Kenrich Williams. Played 16, mil- 16 minutes tonight, uh, three points, three assists, three rebounds. Um, yeah, I, since he is our only choice, I think that's who I'm going to go with. You guys cool with that? Um. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The only real good with I'm that. Okay with it. I did my research during the break trying to find middle names that was Williams. Uh, okay. We've we've got none. So I'm we've got none. Okay. Got, got no other option. Uh, it's got to be Kenrich Williams. So I think maybe I Josh starts with the Josh starts with the J. Yep. So does Jeremiah. Yep. So maybe that could be like a quarter of a point. Maybe okay. that could be a quarter of a point. Um, but. Uh, I think for now. W? Oh God, let's. Not, I'm not good at numbers. Let's not do this. Don't do quarters. That's I a can quarter do point. Halves. <laughs> Drake, All right. Keeping track of the score. I hope. Kenrich <laughs> Williams is our Jalen Williams of the game. But now, guys, it's time for the best segment of all time. It's time to get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes. You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro. Yeah. The vibes off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, nah, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. <laughs> Let's get a vibe check. Let's do it. Josh Conant, give me your vibe check. Vibe check. Drake, you uh, were with us the first time. You learned the rules. Bad vibes first. Oh, God. Absolutely. I'll take the layup. I'm going to go Poku. Um, he scored uh, nothing. Um, he uh, had uh, no no assist. That's right. He hit One rebound. One rebound in uh, 12 minutes. So minus 12 plus minus. Not very good. Like to see it. Like to see a little more. Um, but yeah, bad vibes. Poku. Sorry, bud. Uh, good vibes. I'm going to go Josh Giddy. I like that he got. God, I like that he got less turnovers this game. <laughs> I like the instant turnaround because we love to see that instant upgrades. He did it tonight. 19 points, uh, just one turnover. Like I said, two blocks, one steal, six assists, 12 rebounds. Got himself another double double, and uh, great start to a sophomore season. So good vibes, Josh Giddy, all the time. No headband needed. Drake, let's get your vibe check. <sighs> Bad vibes goes to one Lugans Dort. Uh, yep. Hasn't been the same on the offensive side as we've seen in earlier seasons in past years. Uh, three for 13 from the field, one of seven from three. All of his, the majority of his points came from uh, the free throw line. Like to see the aggression. Uh, I just like to see it dialed back just a bit if it's not going for you. 
Um, still, I know we don't like this stat, but negative uh, six, not the worst, not the worst, but tied uh, for fourth worst, uh, plus minus wise. That is my bad vibes. Good vibes. I'm going to give it to Mr. Darius Baisley. Uh, I was going to give it to uh, Giddy, but Josh took it because he's smart. Um, <laughs> I was a little hard on Baisley that first game. Uh, he turned it around. Uh, I saw some good things on both sides of the ball. He can uh, he can lock someone down when he wants to, and he can get to the bucket at, at ease. Uh, he and also he was draining it from three, fifty percent, two for four, uh, six points altogether, two rebounds, three assists, two steals, and three blocks. So doing a little bit of everything. That is my good vibes. So to recap, Lou Dort bad vibes, Darius Baisley good vibes. Yes, Lou Dort is also going to be my bad vibes. Um, yeah, three of thirteen, one of seven from three. I just, I mean. Need need more need more offensively, um, defensively. I thought he I, I thought he did a a great job game one on Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards only had eleven points. I think he was like four of seventeen from the field. Like Lou was Lou was great on him. Uh, I thought he made Jamal Murray's night um, a, a little bit hectic. I mean Jamal Murray still shot fifty percent from the floor, but didn't shoot great from three. He was only one of four. Only had sixteen points. Um, so yeah, I, I thought he did I thought he did a good job defensively, but yeah, offensively just gotta have more gotta have more um the layup here and this is another reason i hate the plus minus uh shea gildas alexander was comfortably the best player he was minus six as well uh as lou dort <laughs> the same as lou dort um but my good vibes because i don't know how many times i'm going to say this guy this season mike muscala okay. mike muscala good pick is my good vibes tonight 18 points in 19 minutes six of ten from the floor four of seven from three also added six rebounds uh we mentioned it earlier too like i think a good reason why not only because josh giddy and uh shea especially can pretty much get to the rim whenever they want um but i think another reason why it was kind of easier down the stretch too is you have mike muscala in there he's dragging Jokic out of the paint i I know Jokic isn't this like rim protector like rudy gobert was last game but still i mean that's a seven foot seven foot guy that you're going to try to have to uh, finished at the basket over and um, yeah, him having to come out a little bit and at least, I mean, respect Mike Muscala. I thought, I thought Mike Muscala was awesome tonight. And again, uh, Shea is, Shea is, Shea is the player of the game for the Thunder, but uh, I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to say Mike Muscala this season. So I want to take advantage of it while I can. I would like to give an honorable mention to my good vibes. Um, Trey man. Yes. Uh, someone else who did not have a great first game really turned it around. Uh, both offensive and defensively. Uh, I know we make fun of it at the highest plus minus. But, uh, yeah, I really liked what I saw from him. Another guy that can just go get his and get by people. Absolutely. And 28 minutes for Trey Mann, that, that's awesome. I would love to, at some point, uh, see him like down the stretch in like, crunch time minutes. Yep. Um, but I know it gets a little weird when he had... Because, I mean, you'll, you'll probably have to have Lou Dort in there for defensive purposes. Yep. Obviously, you're having Josh and, and Shea in there. Uh, and adding Trey, man, I know that can get a little weird that's on, I, on defense, but that's um, why I, talked, I would still love to see it. That's why I talked about uh, that first, our first post game. I said, I think Trey Mann's going to be someone, but it just got to fix a little little bit of issue yep. on the defensive end. I think he's going to be a complete player. Absolutely. One, Absolutely. One more, one more good vibe real quick. All right. Mark Dagnall. You know why? He gave more minutes to Wiggins tonight. He did. Hey. Thank you, Mark Dagnall. I appreciate you if you're listening. Good vibes to you, bud. Yeah. Eugene Amarui, only three minutes tonight.
You love to see it. I also I do I will say I do think his minutes were in the fourth quarter. Like I, I remember him playing. It was early yeah. in the fourth quarter for sure, but it was not he was not playing crunch time minutes again. Well, you gave him the nickname uh, for the Thunder. Yeah, fourth quarter Eugene. I love it. Fourth quarter Eugene. You need you need some uh you need some spot minutes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Eugene Amarui is your guy. But yeah, no, shout out uh, Aaron Wiggins, man. Um like him. Solid I think he's going to be a solid player. Uh and as Daniel Bell mentioned uh, while we were up there, the real future of Under Armour. He's he's an Under Armour. He athlete. has an Under Armour. He's an oh, Under Armour athlete. Interesting. I think it's because he went to Maryland, and the Maryland ah, guys like to like to take sense. care of their own. Um, but yeah, so shout out to all those guys. And that was our vibe check. Not bad, all right, guys. Before bad. before we get out of here, any final thoughts on this game tonight, Josh? My only final thought would be that get used to seeing this team fight. I think that we're going to see it all season. We saw it last season. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this team. I think there's a lot of players, like we just talked about, Aaron Wiggins getting those minutes. He did a lot in his 16 minutes, five points, six, six rebounds, one assist. Uh, so there's guys that I think that the casual fans are probably going to get to know this season, and I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm going to say this. I think there's going to be a time where we're sitting down this season and we're going to be like, okay, so the Thunder have won their seventh or eighth straight. Right. This is a... Uh, this is kind of crazy. Uh, I think there is going to be a point in the season where a cap blows on this team, and it's probably going to be when everyone's able to be healthy and everyone's settled into their new roles, whoever that may be. But um, I'm still I'm still pretty happy being 0-2, obviously, since we're all pro-tank, but 23.5 still looking real good to me after seeing some things that I saw tonight. Same here. Yeah, I mean, they like we said, they, they've been competitive and, like, They've they've literally had chances to win both of these yes. these opening games. Like um, just a few more plays go their way, um, a few less Poku shots down the stretch in the, in the first game, <laughs> um, a few less Eugene minutes in, in down the stretch in the first game. Three, yeah, right. Oh, the and then, game, but so. I mean, then like the um, like the the Timberwolves are a pretty good team, I think. And then obviously no, the nu- the Nuggets are going to be in and around the top of the Western Conference. I mean, they're fully healthy finally, and they have the back to back MVP still. Like they're they're still going to be up around the top of the Western Conference. So I mean, still like this team it, with Shea, Giddy, these guys, Dort. I mean, they're, they're going to be talented. They're talented enough that they're going to win their fair share of games. This yeah. isn't going to be an O and eighty two. Like this isn't going to be the the process Sixers where they win nine games a year or nine games in a year. Like no, I, I still believe that they will go over that 23.5 win total. and um, But their next game coming up, chance at revenge. they got the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we will not have postgame. We will have pregame. Uh, no postgame. we got some OU programming uh, that we have to play uh, on your flagship station for OU Sports, 107.7 The Franchise. But, um, guys, I think that'll do it. I don't, I don't think we'll be putting out a, an OKC 82 uh, for tomorrow. Uh, I'm just going to take the, take the night off. Enjoy your Sunday, guys. Uh, enjoy watching this Thunder team. Um, but for myself, Matt Burton, for Josh Conant, for Drake Vidito, this has been your franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. Coming up next, we have Sports Map Radio.